Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, a state of Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. This is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen here today. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? Excellent, excellent. You know what time of the year it is, right? What's that? Valentine's Day oh, is coming. Boy. Are you ready? Or? Uh, yes. If Amanda's <laughs> listening, you better be ready, right, buddy? But, uh, you know, I think, you know, money can be one of those uh, kind of touchy topics in relationships. I think, you know, you and I see couples every week, right? And some of them are really great at communicating about money. Some of them aren't. Mm -hmm. You know, money fights are really nothing new, but it can really become a different ball game once couples are in retirement. And as we zoom in here on Valentine's Day, um, I wanted to take the opportunity this time of year to kind of bring up a couple topics that, you know, folks should be discussing so they can retire happily ever after. I think it's one of those interesting things that we see, right? The ones that talk about it kind of enter. And sometimes it's not just the financial stuff, right? I mean, some couples, it's uh, suddenly we were away from each other all day and now we're staring at each other and, and do we figure out what to do yeah. that's right do we get along or what do we do and you know in some of the uh multi-day courses that we teach we actually have a, a section where we talk about some of the more emotional parts of retirement and what are you going to do for an enjoyment and to keep your mind busy and and things of that nature but you know, let, let's zoom in, I guess, on the financial issues as, as it comes to couples and retirement and, you know, as we get ready to zoom into Valentine's Day here. And, and a, probably a big one of those is Social Security, Brad. Yeah, I mean, when there's 500 different ways you can take something, there's a, there's a lot of questions around that. So there's a, there's a lot of I, th I think the right way is the way the wife wants it. That's happy right. wife, happy life, right? <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> so there's more than 500 different strategies when it comes to how and when to take Social Security, including... Strategies for married couples, widows, divorced couples, and, and domestic partners. Uh, married couples have the advantage of staggering when they claim Social Security. So taking it in different ages, as many benefits, uh, you know, it goes up every year. So one person might take it right away in retirement at 62 maybe the lower of the two benefits the other person will uh let theirs grow a little bit it grows at six or eight percent per year so uh the higher of the two is the survivor benefit that's the one that stays when one spouse passes um couples who are married are also they can take advantage of some spousal benefits uh they have the option to claim benefits on their spouse which is half of what their spouse is entitled to at their full retirement age uh the government did get rid of some of those benefits a little while back but 
there's still a lot of folks out there that can take advantage of it. And a lot of them that I meet have no idea. And it's a huge amount of money that you can be giving up uh, if you don't utilize some of these things. So it's an important thing to consider when setting your social security strategy and your life expectancy. I mean, it's a tough conversation to have. How long do you expect to live? You know, what is the, the break even point? All those things come into play. And I think that's, you know, one of the reasons why we start with social security in the office. It's kind of the foundation of everything else that you have once you can figure out how to take social security it really helps out where you're going to draw from first in retirement all those things kind of line up after that so definitely a conversation to, to start with your spouse and, and really just get on the same page yeah and i think that's a great point right when someone comes in we can come up with a report for them that talks about you know i guess i always i kind of say the best strategy but best is means different things for different people right, right. you brought up life expectancy one of the questions we might consider is you know, are there some health issues or do we think there'll be longevity? I mean, life expectancy for men and women has increased more than 10% in the last nine or 10 years. And women we know are living longer than men. About 80% of married women are going to outlive their husbands. So important conversation with longevity, like in a family, maybe a strategy is to take it earlier. Maybe we want to do the strategy that assumes we're going to live the longest, but great to work through that. I think the biggest mistake you can make is just not consider it get to 62 or full, turn it on and as you mentioned there's hundreds of strategies available and i, I know some folks Brad, are frustrated our, our february classes have completely filled up uh, we had some great classes this week with folks and i, I apologize uh, we had quite a uh, substantial waiting list this month and i apologize for the folks that couldn't get in but we are going to do another round first and second week in march so we're going to be out in the delafield area so for folks that are interested in coming out um, kind of being immersed in this new tax bill, we're going to focus on the new tax code. So we will talk, though, about Social Security. So for folks that want to learn a little bit more about how to maximize it and how to make that critical decision, I really think it's probably the foundation of your income and one of the most critical decisions you'll make in retirement. So for folks that want to figure out how to do that, how to manage requirement, required minimum distributions, and really how to tackle, tackle this new tax code, is there some opportunities to implement some tax strategies that may substantially minimize the amount of taxes you pay over the next 10, 20, 30 years, which in turn means you're going to have a lot more assets. That means you can live longer before you run out of money or spend more or give away more, right? Uh, don't let the grandkids pick. They'll, they'll pick the last one. But uh, you can uh, register right at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got young Brad. Yes, sir. Kids uh, kids doing well? They're doing well. They uh, they all were sick at the same time. Last yeah, week, last I week. felt like I saw some pictures from your wife on Facebook or something. Yeah. People were sick and throwing That's up. The thing. And... I mean, one gets sick, they all get sick, and yeah. then we get sick, and yeah. It's but, like a yeah, germ pot. You got to stay right. away from the Allen household. Right? That's right. <laughs> it's one, it's passing from one to the other, right? Yeah. But part of building those immune systems, I guess. But uh, great topic, Brad. We're, you know, want to remind you, just don't forget Valentine's Day this week, Brad. I know. I wrote it on my hand. Yeah, good. Don't, you should get it tattooed. Her birthday, anniversary, <laughs> yeah. Valentine's well, Day. Anniversary and, uh, and Valentine's Day are 
pretty much the same week. So uh, I had. Oh, that's over. right. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. That's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, I'm zooming in on it. So, um, no, but a great time, I think, for couples. It, it, you know, money can be difficult. It, it can be a hard topic. I mean, sometimes in a family, you have one that's a saver, the other one's a spender. You know, one's into finances and numbers, the other one's nothing to do with it. But I think it's about striking that good balance. And I want to focus in this week on some topics I think folks should really focus on to make sure they do retire happily ever after. We talked a little bit about Social Security. The other one, though, Brad, is health care. That can be a big monster that's tough to tackle. Yeah, I mean, many of us are, are aware health care will be expensive in retirement, but most of us don't know how to financially plan for it. You know, a 55-year-old couple retiring in 10 years will need uh, up to 92% of their Social Security benefits to cover health care costs in retirement. That's huge. So if you're over the age of 65, you want to retire and, and need to transition from an employer health plan to Medicare, you know, start putting a plan in place at least two to three months before retiring. Loss of coverage gives you special election into to Medicare uh, enrollment, but it needs to be coordinated in advance so you're always going to be covered. Uh, if you're currently enrolled in Medicare, you should be reviewing your plan every single year and use the open enrollment period to make adjustments. Uh, if you're unsure of what plan might be best for you, work with a, a professional who can help you enroll in the right uh plan for your needs you know planning for long-term care is also critical for a lot of couples it's one of the, the the questions we get a lot in the office i mean pretty much everybody's thinking about it but long-term care is unique in, in in that most retirees have the mindset that they won't get sick or need to be taken care of or the kids are going to do it or you know all that kind of stuff so being proactive is going to decrease the burden a little bit and the stress on uh, on a lot of families an insurance policy or an annuity rider can help fund long-term care needs so you just want to sit down with your financial professional or somebody in the Medicare field for, for that uh, section of the health care and just find a plan that's going to be right for you and that you feel comfortable with. Yeah, I, th I mean, it, it's like most topics in retirement, right? It's about just not being that stork. Our great friend at, at the station here, Jim Peck, I always love this little antidote, but said if you, you stick your head in the sand because it's a scary topic you don't want to deal with, you expose a very large target. Well, very large for me, maybe maybe not so large for other people, but you expose a large target, right? But um, So most most of these issues are very manageable if you take the time to deal with them, right? I mean, long-term care is that, that big monster. I mean, they, they say less than a third of people over the age of 65 have purchased long-term care insurance. And, um, you know, I think it's because it just, who wants to think about winding up in a nursing home? Spending it's easy to put on the back burner and not oh, think about it. Right? right, I mean, it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's one of those times you just don't want to talk about, right? I mean, some of us have had family members that have wound up in a nursing home. You meet more and more people, at least have someone somewhat related, a friend, extended family, close family member that wound up in a nursing home. And it's a very scary thought. But whether it's long-term care insurance for some of our clients, it's self-insurance. Some of them are the hybrid products you talked about, right? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest complaints and service that people say, well, you know, what if I'm one of the people, they say about 50% of people that buy long-term care insurance never use it. Right. What if I'm that lucky 50%, you know, then, then, you know, all that money's out the window, right? So there are some alternative products nowadays where if you don't use it, 
can end up going to the family in the form of life insurance or different types of annuities. Point being, there's a solution. Depending on the flavor of the style you want, there's always a solution. Same with health care. We have some great health care professional here in the office. She can sit down with you. She's an independent agent. She can shop around and help you determine, is it Medicare supplement, is it an Advantage plan? There's a number of different solutions. Also, Brad, really excited. We're getting a lot of folks that are downloading. We have a new app available. We're making available as a free download to folks called Asset Lock. And it's a great way where you can link your accounts. It'll send you an alert when you hit a new high. But probably equally as important, it'll send you an alert. You can set your down, you know, kind of downside threshold, be that 10, 15, 20, maybe it's 50%. I don't know. But whatever your risk tolerance is, and it'll send you an alert, can also send your advisor an alert. When we went through December, we had some clients where their asset lock level was triggered, if you will. We were able to connect with them, really talk them through that, and then they were able to see some of the upswing we've seen since. So great communication tool. You don't have to be a client. Anybody can download that at the App Store. Again, it's Asset Lock. You'll need a code 3AX. Or you can visit our website at wealthwisconsin.com forward slash asset lock. That's wealthwisconsin.com forward slash asset lock. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got young Brad here, and we're talking about Valentine's Day and how to be a super husband like Brad. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) We're talking about as we enter retirement, you know, money can be that tough topic to talk about and and really some good uh, topics to make sure we have our hands around as you enter retirement so you can both live uh, retirement happily ever after and make sure this isn't a sticking point or, you know, one of those topics that tend to cause arguments, right? So talk a little bit about health care and social security strategies, but I think goals are really important. I, I think a lot of folks you know, sometimes might have a different vision of what the goals are in retirement. And I don't think we have to have the same exact goals, but, you know, just make sure we're talking about them so we can accomplish both or accomplish something in between so everybody's happy. Yeah, you know, it's funny. We kind of see both sides. We work with a lot of clients that are already in retirement and have been for a little while, so they kind of got the the feel down. But we also work with a lot of people who are still working and, and getting close to that's retirement. Right. They're just in those planning stages, and that's where those retirement goals come into play. You want to talk about your goals. Some couples seem to be on the same page when it comes to their finances. Some don't. I mean, they agree on their financial goals, their lifestyle. They want to live in retirement. They agree they want to be somewhere warm or somewhere cold, or they don't, you know, all that kind of stuff. So these couples are on the same page because they have open and honest conversations about their money. And that's really when you're putting a retirement plan together, that's what you're doing. You know, you're being being open and honest and looking at everything as a whole in retirement and just getting on the same page. Uh, when discussing your goals and your income needs in retirement, couples should think about outside influences such as uh, you know how much financial help will you, you offer your adult children or aging parents. Uh, it's important to recognize you don't have to see eye to eye on everything, but you need to respect each other. You know, Work to create a plan so you both feel comfortable with it. And I think that's one of the things that we try to do at the office is, is from A to Z, put that retirement plan together, not missing any steps so that when these things come up, you've already talked about it. It's already been in the discussion. Yeah, I think that's a big thing, right, is just that communication and understanding that that there may be different goals, but, you know, I think it really comes down, I think you mentioned it, is the income needs, right? And, and 
you know, what are you going to do when those kids do ask for money, right? And if you have those conversations ahead of time, and, you know, sometimes we can help the family, sometimes we can't. We we talk about that a lot with, with younger couples, too, or even with retirees. Maybe it's helping the grandkids with college, right? And I think that's a great example in that, you know, the kids have access to loans, things they can borrow for to get through. Now, we would I think we would all love for our kids, grandkids, to not enter the world with debt, right? But... There's no loans for retirement, right? If you didn't adequately save, be that because you were spending too much or just not prioritizing savings or because you helped too much, right? Because we all have those big hearts and we want to help our kids and grandkids. But, you know, you have to make sure your retirement plan is safe. And many, many of our clients are able to do both. That's a priority. Let's work on a plan to do both. But if it comes down to I can be I can live a, a good retirement or help the kids with college, we have to choose the retirement because there's no options. Yeah, and and here's the thing. Retirement plans are going to be adjusted. I think some of the programs in the office allow us to, okay, we need a car. Where should we take it from? Or we want to give so such and such to so and so and and where does it come from how how does it affect our overall portfolio is so and so spelled a l l e no i'm kidding <laughs> that's my old joke if you don't have a beneficiary brad's last name no, I'm, te- I'm teasing but two L's, yeah. yeah that's right but for folks who want to learn more about these topics really excited i got a couple emails i know people are upset with me i'm i'm really sorry uh, the february class has filled up very quickly we had some great groups this week um, but we will be doing it again. So we've added some more classes first and second week in March. We're going to be out in the Delafield area, and we're going to talk specifically about some of these topics. So we're going to focus in this month on required minimum distributions. That tends to be a big animal that people don't know how to tackle. A lot of people are worried about the taxable income, don't want to experience it. Are there some strategies or techniques to reduce that? The answer is absolutely for most people there is. But unfortunately, most people, again, stick their head in the sand, wait till it's there. And, and for a lot of folks, then it's too late. We want to plan for that ahead of time. Same with Social Security. Great strategies out there. Probably one of the most substantial, important decisions you're going to make in retirement. Make it wisely. It's not the same answer. Hundreds of different ways you can turn that on. But let's turn it on in a way that's right for you and your retirement. And then, of course, it's tax time. We're all I got a stack of them at home, Brad. All the all the tax statements I got to tackle. So it's tax time under this new tax code. So are there some opportunities to implement some tax strategies that could substantially change the amount of taxes you pay, but more importantly, could substantially change the longevity of your portfolio. Number one question we get in the office, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? If you implement those strategies now, it can be phenomenal. If you'd like to learn more about that, we do need you to register ahead of time because they do fill up quickly. You can do that at wealthwisconsin.com, wealthwisconsin.com, or you can call the office during the week at 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Thanks for spending a bit of your afternoon with us. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'd like to always take the opportunity, Brad, to say thank you. I know folks have a lot of listening choices, and my goal as an a education first firm is that whether you tune in, stop in the office, attend one of our classes, you always leave knowing a little bit more than when you started I think it's really important nowadays to educate yourself, be proactive about your retirement, and really understand what's going on. I think there was a time in our industry where 
maybe you got a good handshake and you just trusted somebody. And I think you need to be your own advocate today. So we're here to help you with the education you need so you can be your own advocate and make those great decisions in retirement. Also really excited, Brad, for folks, if they can't make it, you know, 1 to 2 o'clock on Saturdays, you know, we now have this available as a podcast. So you can go right to the podcast, whether you're on Android or Apple. You can subscribe to search the Retirement Ready Show or Tony Drake. That'll pop right up. You can kind of pick the topics you want or what listen are you in to there them. Now? Well, there's quite a few in there. Yeah, yeah do you, all sorts of topics. Does it, do you have Amanda? Is that what you guys are going to do for Valentine's Day? You're yeah, going to sit down and listen to the past episodes? Yeah, yeah. binge listen. Right? <laughs> I'd like to see you convince Amanda of that. Yeah, maybe you're, uh, you're better than I thought, Brad. <laughs> But uh, always encourage questions as well. You can email those in at radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. And, Brad, we got a question this week. It, it's a question that comes up, uh, I guess it feels like a little bit more often recently, and, and it's around those required minimum distributions. And, you know, I think folks uh, sometimes get confused. They say, okay, I'm turning 70 and a half. Let's assume it's this year in 2019. I got a question to this end uh, this week. And essentially she was asking, when I turn 70 and a half, do I have to take an RMD on all of my accounts, and do I also have to take them on my husband's accounts? Yeah, it's a great question, and, and very confusing topic for a lot of people. Number one, how much do I have to take out? What is the percentage every year? And that can be confusing, but um, the answer is uh, you have to take an RMD out of any tax-deferred account that you have, and it's just an individual account. If it's an IRA or a, a 401K or an employer-sponsored plan, you have to take out of those accounts, but any brokerage accounts or, or non-qualified or Roth, you don't have to take RMDs out of those, just the ones you haven't paid taxes on. On yet um, you have to do that as far as your your husband goes you don't have to take any out of his IRAs those are his individual accounts so when he turns 70 and a half he'll have to do the same thing so one of the big things to think about here and uh, one of the things that confuses a lot of people is if you still have an employer-sponsored plan like a 401k a 403b maybe a 457 something like that you have to take a separate required minimum distribution out of that account, you cannot aggregate your IRAs and an employer-sponsored plan. With your IRAs, let's say you have three IRAs, you can aggregate those accounts, meaning you can just take one RMD out of all three of those accounts as long as it's enough to satisfy all of them completely. But if you still have that employer-sponsored plan, you have to take a separate RMD out of that one. So that's why you see sometimes a lot of people roll in consolidate accounts in retirement, that kind of stuff. But it's a great question. It can be a very confusing topic. If if that answer wasn't enough, give us a call at the office. Um, but I think it's important to sit down with somebody that can make sure that you take the right amount out because if you don't, it's a 50% penalty plus the amount you were supposed to take out in the first place. So pretty important one. Yeah, great point. And those RMDs can get confusing. I know Brad just gave you a lot of great detail. Maybe you're driving. It was hard to uh, write that all down. But again, come on out to a class, come into the office. There's no cost or obligation. We'll sit down with you, walk you through some strategies. A, not only how to manage it, right? What accounts do I have to take them out of? Which accounts can I aggregate? But a lot of folks, you know, we, I think sometimes get told that story, Brad, put everything into those retirement accounts, tax defer it. In retirement, you'll be in such a tiny tax bracket, you'll pay next to nothing. Well, if you delayed Social Security, if you have a pension, 
I have some 70-plus-year-old clients saying I'm in a higher tax bracket now because they didn't do any tax planning. So we want to walk you through that. We have a couple classes coming up here in March. February's got filled up very quickly, but we had a great time with a, a group of folks this week. But we're going to do it again first and second week in March out in the Delafield area, and we will focus on these RMD topics. How do I manage that? Are there some things I can do before RMD age to manage that income stream? Because remember, when we're forced to start taking that out, that's taxable income, right? So when we have that, it's going to push us into a higher tax bracket potentially. A lot of, a lot of my retirees say, boy, I don't need the income. I certainly don't want to pay more taxes. So there's some ways to manage it. We'll talk about how that complements or works with this new tax code and how to implement some tax strategies to really set yourself up so your money lasts a lot longer. You have a lot more money to deal with or pass on whatever is important to you. So you can register for those right at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. Or you can call the office during the week at 414-409-7226. 414-409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen here today and talking about couples and balance. This is a reminder for all the... uh, Husbands out there, Valentine's this week. I'll repeat it, Valentine's this week, right? right? Don't forget, right? So, no, all kidding aside, I think it's a great time of year to, to you know, really think about financial topics. It can be a difficult topic and, you know, something that's important, um, you know, to discuss. And one of the things we see sometimes, Brad, whether it's first marriage, second marriage, is there's an age gap, right? And that can really impact couples and their finances. And one of the topics I think is essential is the planning itself. And, Couples with an age gap are really creating two retirement plans in a sense. The two plans will have different approaches to risk tolerance based on their age at times. One might focus on a couple while they're both living, right? And the second plan will be for the surviving spouse. We want to make sure the older spouse is taken care of, but there might be a lot more emphasis on making sure the the, uh, younger spouse, if you will, is financially stable. It's important to talk with your spouse to make sure you're on the same page when it comes to the, you know, topics about money, right? Those are, are sensitive topics, sometimes hard to talk about. And, you know, when there's that age gap, sometimes it's even more sensitive talking about someone passing away and that other spouse might have many years, you know, ahead of them yet. So if one spouse wants to leave money to children from a previous marriage, you know, really important to have these conversations. I unfortunately have seen it all too often can really affect people. And, and it's just one of those things you want to talk about. Make sure you're on the same page. And I think when there's, there's an age gap, Brad, Social Security becomes really critical as well. Yeah, I mean, it's complicated enough for individuals. You know, when there's an age gap, couples have even more choices. So they need to take a look at what age makes sense, the, the, the most sense, really, to take their Social Security benefits. The older spouse might wait to take Social Security. Maybe the younger spouse takes it right away at 62. We mentioned that earlier in the show a little bit. But the surviving spouse will always get the larger of the two benefits. So when we're thinking about Social Security, some spousal benefits are gone now. You know, you can't do some of the things that you could in the past. So it's worth thinking about maximizing Social Security. If you can get 8% growth on Social Security, maybe the higher of the two benefits, if you're a couple, it it pays to wait a little bit. Not only pays to wait to get that higher benefit, but you could do some tax strategies in between because you're in the lower tax bracket when you don't take Social Security. So there's all sorts of stuff to take a look at, but it is something that you need.
need to get on the same page. If you do have that age gap, there's some great uh, strategies that we can utilize, but you need to know it ahead of time. Yeah, I think that's important. And what what a great way to help, right, by delaying that till 70. You know, you get that 6% growth from early to full, you know, retirement for Social Security. Then you get the 8%. And great way to really to protect that younger spouse, make sure they're taken care of. Great point, Brad. And long-term care, right, that's that big, ugly, scary topic. You know, when there's an age gap, it really, I think, even more so becomes an important topic to discuss. The younger spouse might agree to take care of the older spouse as they age if their health declines. If that's the case, you want to plan with less long-term care coverage, maybe, but then you might want to work, you know, in more money for long-term care for the younger spouse. But sometimes, Brad, you know, I think you have the best intentions and you want to help that spouse. But sometimes there's just physical limitations, right? We can't lift. We can't carry. You know, there's maybe the health conditions are such that it's just not safe to care for them at home. So even though, you know, we have the some of my clients say, well, you know, my wife is just going to take me out to the woodshed, right? woodshed right? That's right. But, you know, we just we want to make sure we have a plan. You know, saying they're going to take me out to the woodshed or they're just going to take care of me at home. Ideally, absolutely. But it, it might not be reality. So we want to make sure we're planning for that. Also, really excited, Brad. We got our new app available as a free download for folks. I think there's been some confusion. Folks uh, may have been thinking it was just for our clients. Anybody can download it. It's called Asset Lock. We're making it a, a, available as a free download. You will need a code to download it. It's 3AX. Again, you can go to your app store on any device and download Asset Lock. You'll need the code 3AX. You can download that great tool to really keep track and manage your accounts. You know, it can be a great communication tool, so we'll not only alert you when your accounts hit a new high, but if we go through another volatile, turbulent time, you can set a down downside threshold, a pain threshold, if you will. If it loses more than 10%, 15%, 20 40%, I want to be notified. You can have it set up where your advisor is notified. Boy, what a great opportunity to, to talk to your advisor at the right time, right? And sometimes that conversation is just, let's not panic. Everything's going to be okay. Sometimes, you know, something systematic is wrong with the economy. We need to make some adjustments. But what an amazing uh, communication tool and what a great way to stay on top of your accounts. Again, that's Asset Lock, and that code is 3AX. You can download that right at your app store by searching Asset Lock, or you can visit our website at wealthwisconsin.com forward slash asset lock that's wealthwisconsin.com forward slash asset lock you're listening to the retirement ready show on wtmj walking you through your retirement plan here's more of retirement ready with tony drake on wtmj you're listening to the retirement ready show on wtmj i'm tony drake certified financial planner with drake and associates wealthwisconsin.com we got brad allen here today for folks that want to send in questions, we always encourage that. You can do so at radio at wealthwisconsin.com. That's radio at wealthwisconsin.com. And we'll always respond to you throughout the week. And we pick a couple topics typically to uh, kind of hash out on the air here. And a lot of folks, too, Brad, uh, we appreciate uh, you know folks taking time to tune in. I know you have a lot of listening opportunities and, and appreciate and I'm grateful for the time to spend with us. But if you can't catch it on Saturday, maybe you're busy. Remember, you can subscribe to that podcast, go right to your podcast app on your phone or device and search Retirement Ready Show or Tony Drake. That'll pop up for you. You can click the subscribe button or you can individually choose the topics you find of interest. Maybe you're on the elliptical machine in the morning like Brad getting, a, getting that it's workout in and 
you can learn about retirement. Exciting topic, right? But, uh, no, we appreciate it. We have more and more folks that are subscribing and tuning in on the podcast, and we're grateful for the support and the wonderful uh, community that's standing behind us. So our goal each and every week as an Education First firm is to make sure you're learning a little bit more so we're not going to take for granted the time you spend with us, whether that's on the air here in the office or attending one of our classes. Our goal really is to bring substance so you walk away learning a little bit more than when you started. We're talking this week, Brad, with Valentine's Day, zooming in on it. You know, what are some things we can do as couples to financially improve our lives and make our retirement, you know, happily ever after, if you will. Talked a lot about a lot of great ideas this week, but I think one of the areas we can improve is our conversations, right? Money can be one of those difficult topics to talk about and, you know, maybe some suggestions on how to approach that. Yeah, you know, you just want to find out what each person enjoys or is willing to do when it comes to the finances. You know, your spouse may enjoy filling out the month monthly budget while you don't mind paying the bills, or maybe neither of you enjoy it and you have uh, uh, each other take turns doing it. However, if you split stuff up like that, it's important to assign financial chores so you're both contributing to that. Uh, maybe schedule a meeting to talk about finances in your future retirement plan. Couples should also consider an annual meeting with a financial professional, maybe more if you're in retirement. I think uh, you know one of the things we try to do in the office is, is obviously you can come in once a year, but we like to meet throughout the year to make sure you feel comfortable and all that kind of stuff. So it's if, if the job is important, you want to meet with that financial advisor and make sure that you're on the right track, update your retirement uh, uh, plans and, and, and with social security changes or expense changes, all that kind of stuff. So you want to sit down with them every year. If you want to find more out about our retirement plans at Drake & Associates, we offer a comprehensive report, report on retirement planning. You can find more details on that 360 approach at wealthwisconsin.com. Yeah, and I think, Brad, we both see, right? I mean, a lot of couples come in, and, and maybe the wife says, you know, I'm mainly the one that deals with the finances. My husband has no interest or vice versa, mm -hmm. you know, and that's fine. I, I certainly respect, and I think that that may be, uh, may be an advantage, right, or, or benefit in that relationship or those types of relationships that, you know, hey, you're really good at this. I'm really good at that. We make a good team, right, and that trust is there, but, boy, God, sometimes, you know, things happen in retirement. Somebody passes away sooner than we hoped. I'd just like to see that, that you know, person in the couple that says, hey, it's just not my topic. Right. That's fine. I'm not saying we need to get into the weeds with you, but let's at least keep you abreast of what's going on. Let's keep you part of the conversation. God forbid something happens to that other person. Emotionally, that time period is so devastating to begin with. Mm -hmm. We don't want to have uh, financial stress on top of it because you just haven't stayed on top of it. So. <laughs> Great classes coming up this month. We're going to be out in Delafield, uh, first and second week in March. We're going to talk specifically about required minimum distributions, um, how to manage that right. Are there some things we can do pre-70s? First, I want to take you through how do we do required minimum distributions, and then are there some strategies on how to really minimize the taxation of that? How do we maximize Social Security, right? The more we can get from Social Security, the less we have to take out of your nest egg. And with this new tax code, are there some opportunities to implement some tax strategies? For a lot of people, the answer is yes. That can make a difference of hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending on how long you live, to either how much you have left or how much you have available to spend. So whether your goal is to live a little bit more in retirement or pass on more money or some combination of the two, Tax strategies can be an important way to do that. There's some great opportunities for some folks under this new tax code. We need you to register ahead of time. You can do that right at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealth, 
wisconsin.com or you can call the office during the week at 414-409-7226 that's 414-409-7226 and then brad next week more americans than ever have a million dollars or more in their retirement savings i want to highlight some ways that you can become one of those people we'll take a look at the top habits of the best retirement savers this is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake & Associates and not WTMJ, Good Karma Brands, and GKB Milwaukee.